human DNA spreading out from gravity's steep well like an oil slick. William Gibson. We jump right back into the action as the DSS-1 flees as quickly as its thrusters will allow, away from the massive obsidian knife ship that appeared out of nowhere. In a moment of curiosity, or perhaps naivete, Rune Carlson, the stowaway-turned-astronaut, pressed a beeping button and announced her presence to whatever dark forces lay in wait in the vastness of space. Unfortunately for her, one of those forces was listening. A sinister man with a tentacle mustache and a wizard's robe and skullcap confronted the astronauts in a language they could not comprehend, but his anger was universal. Who knows what angered him or what drives this attacking ship so fervently towards the DSS-1, but the threat is real. Rune Carlson is now unable to contemplate her decision, as a bizarre sonic blast emitted from the strange barnacle weapon has knocked her unconscious. Android pulls her from her chair and carries her from the cockpit as Samson and Yuhuan plot an escape route through a hazardous asteroid field. It will take nerves of steel to steer this ship to safety in the cluster. Samson takes a deep breath, composing himself and remembering the last time he had to fly. Really fly. As you grip the controls, you flash back to that day. What did it look like? Today is the day that I'm going to learn to fly the DSS prototype. It is an impressive piece of human ingenuity. Today will be a subsonic test off traditional tarmac. I can feel a slight cool breeze as I walk into the hangar. Everyone is bustling around the ship. Greasy mechanics are fueling the craft and are fine-tuning the landing gear. Analysts are probing the system for any abnormalities. As I am approaching the ship, I'm stopped by one of my higher-ups. I've been told that I need to be debriefed on some sort of security issue caused by a small but rowdy group of insurgents. I'm assured that my normal pre-flight checks will be taken care of and that I shouldn't worry. Not wanting to repeat the past, I agree to sit on the debrief before the flight will begin. Order before chaos. Something feels off today, though. I can't tell if it's from the anticipation or the new information regarding this irritating terror group that's wreaking havoc over our various Sahara sites. Thankfully, that won't be my problem soon. Finally, the meeting is finished, and I'm headed to get suited up. These new flight suits were obviously made for function over form. The fabric is starchy and stiff, and it rubs me in all the wrong ways in all the wrong places. I go through my suit test, and everything is normal. As I walk back to the hangar, my stomach-churning feeling of unease is still eating away. Maybe it's the eggs from the mess today. They were a little wet for my taste. The ship is now going through last checks as I walk around. The inside is immaculate. Reinforced stainless steel, everything shines and reflects the light in the ceiling. It seems cleaner than most hospitals I've seen recently. As I enter the cockpit, a man I've not seen before is checking over the primary systems. He looks like he got less sleep than me. His hair is disheveled, and his creased and wrinkled lab coat is not up to the normal Sahara scientist standards. Asking him about the ship only gives me a short, everything's in order, before he walks away, undoubtedly back to his bed. I place the headset on and sit in the captain's chair, ready to fly. Takeoff went without any real problems. The wings seem a bit sluggish at first when trying to gain altitude, but it's only the ship's second trip, so I'm sure she's just warming up. This craft is truly a mechanical marvel for the time. The speeds are faster than I could ever imagine, and I can hardly feel any G's from the pace I have set. 
We're currently over a glittery ocean. The sun is high in the sky, and there's a nearly infinite visibility thanks to the lack of clouds. Just as that feeling starts to fade, I see a small crimson light flashing on the ship's HUD. Focusing on it shows that there's a syntax error in the system. I'm not sure what that means. Radio call back tells me that everything seems normal and to continue with the flight test. I close the notification and continue. The feeling is back, and so is my acid reflux. Gonna need some Tums when we return. The flight continues for another hour, and the light has returned as well. Same message. I dismiss it and carry on. Another 20 minutes passed, another warning. As I begin to call back, the ship lurches. A piercing screech resonates through the ship. Warning lights flash everywhere on the HUD. A wing swivel has seized. Switching to a manual doesn't fix the issue either. Then, a gust of rogue wind rocks the craft, followed by the worst tearing sound imaginable. More flashing warnings are joined by a cacophony of sirens and alarms. The wing is gone. We're spiraling. Instincts take over. Grab a parachute. Abandon ship. We eject. Pull the chute. And now we're floating back over the glittering water. A week after the rescue, I'm told, primary systems analysts missed a major error in the ship's course correction software. I will never trust another person to do my job again. All right. And as you're thinking about this incident, um, the the flashing warning lights on the HUD, um, you are flashed back to reality, to the present, as similar warning lights are displaying over the ship's HUD, um, warning of, it, of an imminent impact as you near the asteroid field. Shit. 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 Yuhuan, I need you to take a sh- uh, I need you to help me up here. We're going to have to fly uh, manual through this asteroid field. Uh, looks like we got something that we need to avoid. Can you help me with the steering? Um, yes, got it. I'm on it, stat. Alright, here we go. Um, I'm going to go ahead and turn the craft towards the asteroid field and start uh, working on an escape route. All right, give me a roll. Okay, we doing, is it Wasteland Survival? Um, that sounds fine to me. Hmm. That's not good. I rolled a, a two. Oh, Snake Eyes. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> no bonuses. Here we go, folks. <laughs> well, we do have a ship's harm chart that I've made today, so. <laughs> yeah. Um... Samson's All not right, doing uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I give you a second or I'm taking a hard move. Uh yeah, let's call you Juan. Can you help can you help me out here? Oh yeah, I got you. Okay, I'm going to roll. Okay, so that's eleven. Alright. Um so you have you have brought Samson's failure to a mixed success. So that's the that's the result. Um you get to pick uh, uh, one of these, and I will give you further details. You lose something along the way. A member of your group is hurt or sick. An obstacle or threat is blocking your way back. Um, I guess the obstacle or threat is blocking our way back. Perfect. I was hoping you'd yeah, say I that. Yeah, that's kind of... So, um, when you uh, 
You start to navigate your way uh, through this asteroid field. Great rocks drift through this field at varying speeds, occasionally colliding with one another and breaking apart. There are glints of green from some type of mineral present in these asteroids, and as they catch the light of the blue dwarf star out and above the field, they cast ghostly green beams that play with the ever-changing shadows. The obsidian knife ship's side wall begins to shift up and away to reveal a docking bay. Out from this bay fly four ships. These smaller ships look fast and maneuverable. They have the rough shape of a dragonfly, with two guns positioned equidistant below the rounded cockpit. Above and behind the cockpit, positioned on each ship's shoulder blades, are two cylindrical rockets. The tail of the ships are long and extend out from the cockpit, a red fin sail attached at the end, presumably to act as a rudder of some sort. They fly in pairs of two towards your ship, one pair leading and the other trailing. As they get closer, they begin firing blue beams at your ship, several striking an asteroid just off your port side. The beams splash against the rock and leave deep hawk marks on its surface and emit a bright blue light that hurts to look directly at. So your path back is blocked by these uh, now four attack ships coming quickly upon your upon your back. Carlson, you are in the infirmary, um, currently unconscious, and uh, what's going on through your head right now? Um, I am probably dreaming about what happened to me that got me stuck here. So I'm restless a little bit, even though I'm unconscious, just not having a good time. All right. This is science fiction, so we can ignore the fact that you don't dream when you're unconscious. Why'd you ask what I was doing then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it felt like a trap. I, I realize this now. But uh, <laughs> Android, uh, you, you like shoot awake as Android sticks you in the arm with uh, a like stimulant from a, a hypodermic needle. And... Um, like the the thing that's flashing in your head just before you wake up is just like light beams um, from the car coming at directly at you, and that's what you wake up to. Oh, what's happening? You were knocked unconscious by some sort of strange blast from a unidentified ship. Uh, the captain and Yu Huan are currently in the cockpit, navigating us through an asteroid field. And I think there's something shooting at us. What are we going to do? I do not know, but I hope that Samson has a plan. Would you like me to assist you back to the cockpit? Yes, that would be good. Thank you. Okay. And so she's going to, like, you know, kind of sling you over her shoulder a little bit to support your weight um, and carry you back into the cockpit. Uh, where you return. You guys like stumble through the meeting room a little bit 
um, just because it's awkward. And the ship is currently, like, banking and swerving. Uh, so every time you think you've got your footing, like, you hear, like, a or you feel a thud, and the ship banks a direction, and then you guys kind of, like, stumble in that in that direction. Um, but finally, after, after fighting, uh, you return to the cockpit to see Samson and Yuhan just, like, feverishly grabbing buttons and, and pulling the... the flight stick uh yuhan what are you doing are they gaining on us i can't see anything i'm just trying to focus on these asteroids um right now our sensors are picking up that they are steadily getting closer uh is there any way to speed this up like go faster without sacrificing maneuverability i am doing the best i can i was never supposed to be the one to fly this ship looks like I'm just going to have to figure it out as we go. Um, well, I am definitely uh, here to support you. So we will do this together and hopefully will not die. Um, do we have any way to uh, defend ourselves? Or I guess that's more of a question for you, Gavin. Do we? Right, we picked up those guns in the last ep- last episode. Did we? You did pick up the rifles, um, which I will say, uh, <laughs> now that we're in a new episode, um, you can mark off the needs weapons. Um, okay. If you hadn't done so already, so got it. That is no longer a need. You have enough weapons to do what you need to do. You haven't had time to integrate them into the ship, though. But um, you know, there are there are still options, right? If you you know, if you somehow found a way to a- aim a gun while outside of the ship, uh, you could probably you know fire back. Yeah. I mm. was gonna I was gonna say, can we order Android? to, like, go outside the ship and just shoot at things. That's what I that was That sounds, say. like, great and fun, but you know what would be even more fun? If one is of if us a did. character did that. <laughs> <laughs> so that That's true. Okay. okay. I, was gonna, I was gonna say, like... Can you be on the outside of the ship while the ship is, like, speeding away? Yes. And bear yeah. in mind that, um... You'll have a tether. Yeah, there's a tether and a spacesuit, and I feel like... That seems like a really bad idea. Do we have those souped-up spacesuits as well? Uh, yes, and I can add an additional tag to it. I feel like you guys are still zoomed in, like, character level right yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get the gear up that you had at the beginning. You'll just be able to use what you were using. Well, uh, I mean... Not adding anything. Yeah. I, I have a free device... I mean, as I haven't decided what that free device is yet, but I have one. You also have that weird gun that you picked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, sidearm thing uh, that you're not quite sure what it does, except that it's probably some sort of electric thing. <laughs> what if instead of fighting, we kind of, like... Um, Rune, you're, like, a good rigger, right? And you can, like, rig things and make haphazard contraptions. What did you have in mind? Um, since the captain's dead, we have, like, one extra cryo sleeper, right? Yeah. I was, I was wondering if we could, like, maybe use some parts from some of the guns that we have and rig it into a false escape um, pod and launch it into a further direction and hopefully that'll catch the attention of maybe one or two of those ships and they'll follow it. That's kind of what I just thought off at the top of my head. A diversion, then. A diversion, then. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we have the time. 
how how soon do you think you could put something like that together? We might, based on how long we have before they gain on us, we might not have enough time. We could just jettison it. While you're talking, um, I'm gonna say, uh, Samson, your your direct or your attention is called back to forward as the like impact sensors go off again um you see two great chunks smash together in front of you and as they break apart you see that they must have been filled with this green mineral as crystals of all size twinkle in starlight like the shattering of painted glass and one of these chunks as it's floating away from the asteroid at impact is is heading straight for you okay uh well can we <laughs> i guess well, i'm gonna make an attempt to maneuver around this then so we yeah, gotta waste. i feel like this is maybe a forge a path okay um you can try that one yep sounds good that's gonna be plus um force plus force perfect Ooh, that is a nine all right so ten on plus one. Nine. Ten plus one hey so it's a ten ten sorry Okay. All right. Um, so on a hit, you make it to your destination and pick one. Uh, you're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. You can't take gear or other characters with you. That one doesn't seem relevant. Yeah. Um, or you take a lot longer than expected. Uh, the way back is lost. The way back is lost. Okay. So um, you kind of like bank hard and just shoot up and around this... Um, this asteroid nearly like skidding across it uh as you go and uh you kind of can see the uh, asteroid float back and away from you and the the back camera or the rear camera shows it like impact with um another asteroid and just like there's debris everywhere behind you um i and i even think one of the attack ships is not able to avoid this and does impact this asteroid, uh, like crumble and and explodes okay. into space. Hmm. Oh my god! Well, yeah. well, there still are three. There still are three, and they like kind of like all scoot around, um, and you lose them for a second, and then they kind of like pincer back in and are shooting at you from both sides. Ooh. Gotcha. So then, um. Are we still... We're in the asteroid field. We're not above it, right? Right. You're still deep in it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, okay. I am going to... We're just going to role play it and say, you, Juan, can you... I, I think I've got the ship controls figured out now. Can you help uh, Rune with creating a diversion for them to follow? Yes. I most certainly can. <laughs> Rune, uh, let's go grab some of our extra parts from these weapons and see what we can rig into a false escape pod. And hopefully that will at least take off at least one of our pursuers. You ready? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So you have two choices here. Um, and I think you'll probably go for the second one when I've explained it properly. Um, so you mentioned the captain's pod, but his pod is on the top deck where you are currently. Oh no, forget that. The... I absolutely want to use the one that I probably already damaged. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's jury-rigged, and it's currently down on the same level as the the airlock. 
so you could shoot it out better and quicker. And I feel like this is an unleash power roll. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I one of my character powers, which I thought about, is like the wretched gift. And it says that when I unleash power, I say what slumbering workings the device sets in motion and or its side effects. And when I unearth forgotten lore, I answer instead of the GM. Okay. So yeah, I feel like I feel like Rune is your is, should be your assistant on this one just because you have that that uh, ability. Um, so why don't you go ahead and make the unleash power roll as you guys kind of like um, start yanking power cables out of this uh, out of this cryopod and um, or that's what Rune is doing and you are like uh, handling one of these rifles and just kind of like picking it apart as best you can. Yeah, teching, teching. Okay, uh, all right. Doing a tech. I rolled a seven, so plus one is eight. Okay, eight. Uh, and y- so we said that you wanted this thing to to just act as, or pretend to be a escape pod um, and just distract at least like one of the, one of the enemy ships. Yes. Okay. So seven. Yeah. So on a seven and nine, you're going to pick two. Uh, the device does exactly what you wanted. The device can be used again. You don't rouse other devices in your environment. You avoid the device's side effects. I'm going to pick that. It does exactly what I wanted to do. And I guess I kind of want the device to be able to be used again. So can I, like, program a return to ship function if it's not destroyed by its pursuer? Huh. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, yeah, that's that's what you're picking. So That's cool. Uh, and then you have the, your abilities that augment um, what you can do as well. Yeah. But the slumbering workings of the device sets in motion are side effects, so it's going to have a return to ship feature if it's not destroyed. So if we ever need to use a diversion again, we can. Not sure if it'll work on the same enemy twice, but we don't know what the future holds. Sure. So the device does exactly what you... So, um, you guys, uh, we're watching Samson just, like, shooting his way around, avoiding blue plasma blasts, like strafing across the ship in multiple directions. You're you're dodging asteroids um, as you're just kind of like deep in focus. Uh, meanwhile, down on the lower level, we have uh, Rune and and Yu Huan just just lugging this cryopod across the cargo bay, um, and you get to the airlock, uh, close the the uh, or push it in, close the inner door and then shoot it out into space. And Samson, on the back back camera, you see this thing, fl- this cryopod floating um, out into space, and uh, two of the ships pursuing you go after it. They peel off after it uh, to, to see what's going on there. And they are gone from your radar for now. There's one ship still pursuing, and it is going to 
pull around because uh, it's this thing is much faster and much more maneuverable than the strata is uh it gets in front of you and is just like cutting straight for you uh with its its blasters going uh at your ship um and and that same like annoying hud display impact incoming impact incoming um light is going what are you gonna do samson um can i use holding back the tide this time character move or is it still you could gonna use be that you could try to use that um you could use diffuse uh there's a couple of options here okay. i think i because like what i'm thinking is that no harm comes to the thing to you defend you deflect blows raining down on you so i'm thinking like as it's coming i'm whatever i maneuverability i do is like blows come off like maybe maneuver around another asteroid and the thing whizzes past yeah I like that. I like that narrative. Okay, cool. So, here we go. And it lets you use a character move. <laughs> yeah. That is another 10. Okay. So... So, I'm not looking at it, so what does it say? On a 10, I get to pick two. And, uh, so, we, I'm deflecting blows harmlessly away, and then you force the danger back away as well okay this is interesting um i'm gonna make a decision uh for you and then you know it's it's a decision you can undo if you don't like it Mm -hmm. um with relative ease there is a large asteroid currently floating just off to the left of this of your ship and you can reach it before the um enemy dragonfly ship impacts yours and you kind of just like in a split second divert and um the ship banks back or the enemy ship banks back around to behind you to pursue and there's like this asteroid is big enough to have caverns and so you you maneuver into one of these caverns and take like a hard left and a hard right and go up and now uh and then just like stall out go completely dark the everything in the ship lights shut off engine shuts off and you're just kind of floating in the middle of this cavern in an asteroid and the dragonfly ship zooms past you pursuing where it thinks you went but missing you entirely yes i like that lieutenant status report what just happened uh we stopped what's going on I think we just lost the last one. It just flew past us. Um, we're currently sitting inside a very large asteroid cavern. Um, why don't you guys come on up here and we'll figure out what to do next. Wait, wait. Okay, so so, so you're saying we're safe? For now. Ah! Oh my god! We did it! Oh my god, Rude! We survived a space encounter! Oh my gosh, we all worked together and came up with a plan and we diverted and smashed things using the environment and evaded a crazy giant knife cutting through space. Like, can I, can can we just like, can we all just like sit down for a second and take a deep breath and be like, we actually survived? Like, we have no idea what the hell we're doing and we didn't We're not out of it yet. Why don't we celebrate once we can actually call it a call it a night um i i would 
I need your guys' input up here, though, so why don't y'all come on up here and we'll get everything sorted. Okay, Rune. We're on our way. Let's go. Also, great job, Rune. All right, thanks for your help. I couldn't have did it without you. Greetings from beyond space and time. I am the Game Master. Every episode, I like to take a second to appear, hat in hand, to ask for a little bit of financial support. If you enjoy what we do, please consider becoming a subscriber at patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors. This really is a ton of work that the whole crew puts in for every episode, and your contributions could help make it even better. $5 a month is all it takes to become a patron, and we do have some bonus episodes available for backers, and the opportunities to suggest what you would like us to do for our next bonus episode. Our team is currently hard at work building prototypes for merchandise, and we should be making an announcement about it really soon. We haven't decided yet if we are going to add a store to our website or if we want to build these items in as tier rewards for patrons, but rest assured there will be a way to get a hold of these goodies. If money is tight right now, which I totally get, consider following us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and sharing us with your friends and family. Word of mouth is a really powerful tool, and you could help us out immensely just by getting your friends listening as well. That just about wraps up for the ads, so I will let you get back to the episode. Now you guys are in the... Did you want to be in the cockpit, or did you want to be in the meeting room? In the cockpit. Okay. So, uh, Android is just kind of um, uh, doing, like, a routine check of all of the systems um, while things are kind of on running on low-power mode. Uh, it's you know with with your training that anytime you have a combat encounter you have to go through these checks but she's doing it for you mm -hmm. um and rune and uh you Juan come through the the double doors into the cockpit to join you awesome the second they walk in i i puke all over the all over the floor of the uh the cockpit uh android stops what she's doing Ew. and says, I will fetch a bucket. Uh, thanks, Android. <laughs> will you get the space dumps, too? Yes. Right away, sir. Maybe we should just, like, give you a fishbowl helmet for, like, inside the ship, too, Lieutenant. <laughs> I thought you don't want to use my recycled vomit. I like. We, I thought we liked recycling waste on this ship. Um, I prefer to recycle waste that I can't see on the floor, but... <laughs> Touché. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Okay. Uh well folks, that was a that was a very close call. Uh Rune and Yuhuan, that was really quick thinking. Thank you very much for your help. I don't think we would have made it through without that uh without that jettison pod. So thank you very much. Nice job. Um let's go uh we need to go ahead and take stock of what we've got at the ship and uh, we also gotta get out of this asteroid eventually, so um any ideas? Um I say What is what are whatever our fuel uh let's check and see what our fuel reserves are looking like first of all. Yeah. Okay. Um can we go ahead and do like a diagnostics check over like basic resources and everything? Yeah. Um so 
as far as the ship is concerned, um, uh, navigation is still um, operating um, with minimal efficiency. Uh, it did take a hit from that sonic blast that uh, that knocked out Rune. So um, there's like one of the sort of like sensor arrays that is down, and the second one, the backup, has is having to work extra hard to kind of keep plotting your course. The engines are fine. There was no damage to the engines. Your fuel reserves are currently 60%. Uh, life support is is doing fine. Um, no no need to, to worry about that right now. Uh, hull, you took a, a couple of minor scrapes, but nothing to get you to uh, damage level 1. Okay, perfect. And, okay, can I attempt to repair... Um the little like sensor thing that just said wasn't working the first array yeah yeah the first array and in order to do that you'd have to leave the ship so just that note that okay um so i have to like go out to the outside of the ship yes the sensor array is located on the outside okay the damage needs to be repaired manually so okay um well, I guess first things first, I am going to um, attempt to repair that sensor array. Um, I guess this is like as good a time as any since we are... Where are we, by the way? We are currently sitting in a very large asteroid. Uh, we're not out of the belt yet. I was only able to avoid that last ship by... Uh, killing our power so we need to make sure that whatever we're doing outside the ship just keep it discreet um there's no telling whether or not that ship's gonna come flying back this way okay i agree um all right i should be able to make quiet repairs i mean since i guess space is a vacuum and all <laughs> i shouldn't be heard <laughs> um all right i guess i'll have to suit up all right what suit are you putting on I'm going to put on the uh, maneuver suit. The mobile suit? Yeah. Good choice. It's a little tight on you because it was, it was uh, <laughs> yeah. designed to, to Rune's body specifica- or specifications. But, uh, and she's like, like five foot nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So it's a little tight on you. Um, but uh, you can switch out your helmet and wear your helmet uh, and just kind of, like, have this the suit kind of uncomfortably bunching up in places you don't like it to bunch up in. Okay. Yeah. I've worn smaller garments, but still, <laughs> this is highly uncomfortable. Um, all right, as I, like, waddle... <laughs> over to the airlock. Okay, um, I guess I'll go ahead and attach my tether. Um, I guess, I guess that free device that I have can just be a toolkit. Like a torch or something? Yeah, just a various, or, or what is it? Can I have like a spacey Swiss army thing that just yeah, fixes it's like a random things yeah <laughs> yeah it's like a multi-tool it, it it has like a it probably has like a soldering um kit with it you've got a like a, an acetylene torch for welding um 
probably like a spanner a wrench to or handle some sort, yeah yeah most most uh screws and yeah um Look, sockets and things like that the led lights i can see so it's probably a pitch black yeah well you do have lights on your helmet too oh true okay okay cool all right um let's do this okay um so you you drift out attached to this tether um the lights from your helmet uh catch on the inside of this um asteroid cavern and uh you see big pockets of this green mineral um that glow and shine when your light uh crosses it it's kind of like it's almost like a like a disco ball effect where there's like green um light beams just playing off of the the cavern walls uh, as your as your helmet camera like hits them this is so beautiful y'all should see this like if only there was like some base house playing right now we could have like a space rave but since we're like (laughs) fighting for our lives i guess this would be the time for dancing um i i'm not gonna lie um, I am a little curious as to what this mineral is. I wonder if it can be broken down into maybe some type of, like, fuel source or something. I think it would be worth it to at least collect a sample to see what we can do with it. Let's go ahead and get that navigation repaired. Maybe we can get some extra information from a scan within this and see if we can pick up that extra ship. If we're safe, I wouldn't be opposed to taking more samples for the time being. Alright, sounds like a plan. Um, While Demi's working outside, I'm going to go over all the combat data again, even though Android just did it. Yeah. Oh, and then I was going to say, Rune, do you think you might be able to uh, fashion some sort of exterior weapon with the rifles that we collected? Um, absolutely, yeah. Uh, it would definitely take some time, though. I think with where we're at, well, let's wait for Yuhuan to fix that scanner. If we're free and clear, then we might might as well go ahead and get it back, because if we're coming out of that asteroid, I want to make sure we're coming out guns blazing, if they're still around. Yeah, absolutely, I can do that. Awesome. I'm just gonna duct tape the guns to the side of the ship. (laughs) As long as there's not a pull string (laughs) to get it, to pull the triggers. Um, So what kind of data do we see? Do we learn anything or gain any data from inspecting the combat logs? Why don't you use, uh, I was just looking at it. Information is power. Okay. Yeah, so you can spend a point of data. Um, I think you've gained... Let's say you've gained two points of data from the uh, investigation of the derelict. Okay. So we're currently at a data plus three then Mm -hmm. for expenditure. Okay. So use a data to then do that. Correct. So it says when your character draws on your family's research and and spends a point of data, reveal a secret they discovered about your target, and get fleeting advantage exploiting it. 
Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and do that then. So we'll be at our data is going to be at a plus two. Um, and uh, this is this is character guided. So um, since you're you're making the move, information is power. Um, you get to tell me what you discovered about your target. Um, I feel like we were able to first of all discover their how they are able to maneuver so well, given their size. Um, obviously it's a smaller craft, but maybe it's something with like, um, the engineering of the wings or, yeah, uh, you notice that rudder for sure Yeah, on the, on the tail that like is, was moving quite a bit when they were mm-hmm. banking and changing directions. So maybe like finding a way to disable those rudders would be a quick and easy way to, to stop or eliminate those. Um, for also sure. figuring out what the hell they were shooting at us. <laughs> And why it was glowing so bright? Um, is that something that we can glean from that information, or is it just like they shoot bright shit at us? Um, so I think it's going to be one or the other. You you can either choose. You can either uncover the secret about their maneuverability or about the weapons they're using. I would say the maneuverability would be the best because that's what we're is most most important being able to disable right. those those crafts as quickly as possible. Okay. So um, I'm going to write in, in in my notes here um, that uh, you're going to... You've taken note of their uh, rudders, and if you can disable them, you can hurt their maneuverability. Okay, cool. Awesome. Random question. Oh, okay. um, if I'm, like, currently floating on a tether in space, is that, like, a wasteland survival? Do I have to roll for that? Um, give me just a second. <laughs> yeah, why don't we go about... Why don't we, can, we can do that, and we can find a way to kind of make those work, the, the negative things. The positive things would be definitely pretty cool if you can get a 10+. plus. Okay. Wasteland surviving. Yeah. So, seven. Okay, so that's good <laughs> it's at least a, it's at least a, a mixed success um so on a on a hit pick one the gm will give you further details you lose something along the way a member of your group is hurt or sick that doesn't feel relevant uh, an obstacle a threat is blocking your way back um i guess just to add some like thrill an obstacle or something is threatening <laughs> my way back okay so as you're pushing through um, you're kind of like uh, using your your thrusters on this on this mobile suit to just kind of uh, push your way up and over the ship to get to the navigation array on the top. And uh, while you're doing that, um, you get a little bit too close to one of the cavern walls. And when you kind of push off with the with the foot rockets, um, it actually like there's a mineral, deposit that's right there and it catches fire and then the there's like a green um like explosion uh that that comes from this mineral coming in contact with heat and uh then a huge chunk of uh the uh like cavern wall um comes crashing down on the ship and you guys like are in inside hear it just like (laughs) um and like kind of falls away and uh you see it land in front of the airlock just like off the wing what the hell was that Uh, uh hello 
Lieutenant, can you hear me? Yes, what happened uh, out there? We have a problem. Um, I was trying to maneuver here. Uh, it seems that I have discovered that this mineral is flammable when it comes in contact with heat. Um, one of my little rocket boots uh, came into contact with this mineral and it exploded. How I am not dead, I am not sure, but I'm just gonna allow suspended disbelief to carry that for me. Inconveniently, there is a giant piece blocking the airlock, so I cannot get back into the ship. And if we don't find a way to move it, I am going to suffocate and die. So, let's come up with a plan. No press. <laughs> with a very large sigh, I'm going to stand up out of my chair and start running down to the airlock. <laughs> let's hear that sigh. <sighs> Gotta do everything around this damn ship today. All right. And then start running, running on, on my way. Uh, all right, Rune, I think you are, like, um, you're probably in the cargo hold, like, tinkering with this gun when you hear the, the crashing uh, <laughs> come down on the ship. And um, I guess we're going to try to use, let's see, what move what moves make sense for um, this kind of jerry-rigging building thing? Yeah, I think Unleash Power is probably the best option that we have um, for you, Rune. Okay, cool. Let me... I love how it says the GM gives you a few clues as what this device can do. And uh, my clues are, it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole it's, gun. It does gun things. Does it do gun, gun things? It does indeed. Okay, so I rolled an eight... So I get to pick two. Right. So I'm going to go with the device does exactly what I wanted, and the device can be used again, obviously. Yeah, those, those make the most sense uh, for this particular scenario. <laughs> I would um, like this to not be a single-use-only gun. <laughs> right. Um, so... This is going to go on the outside of the ship. What does it look like when it's done? Um, right, I described the gun as being like a very kind of long uh, cylinder with kind of like a um, that that comes to sort of like a like a mosquito point a little bit um, at the end. Okay, so what I've trigger. done is on the sides of the ship, I have basically taken and removed like the trigger and pretty much any parts of the gun that you would need to hold and i've kind of rigged it onto the ship and this is dumb this is so dumb so say no 
But I feel like in order to make it be able to be fired from the inside of the ship, get out of here, cat. Um, Yeet. <laughs> Yeet. I have um, basically merged the gun with the ship's electrical system mm-hmm. so that it can be operated from buttons in the cockpit. Almost like a, almost like, you know, it's, it's triggered to the light switch and you can just like flip the light switch and fire the gun. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but oh, you could man. pick a system. You could pick a system that's not, you know, a, light a, a necessary everyday yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so I think in order to get this on the outside of the ship while still being on the inside of the ship, uh, we're gonna we describe that uh, Rune um, goes to both of the wings. So the one uh, chamber that has the cryopods in it, um, you're gonna find like the panel just at the very like tip of the wing and remove that panel uh and kind of dig through the wiring and like bust out the bottom of this of this ship's hull uh and position the gun somehow in there affix it to uh the underside of the ship and then put the or like attach the wiring for electrical and then put the top panel back down um so that it kind of seals and you do the same in the bed chambers uh you do have to like scoot one of the bunks out of the way so that you can access the panel uh on the floor there but you are able to uh, fix these to the bottom of the ship under the wings cool 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 and now you have a couple of guns we got those pew pews you got them pew pews Wow, I cannot wait to see what this ship becomes during our travels, y'all. <laughs> Frankenship. It's just gonna look like freaking Jerry. Jerry from Jerry Riggs. <laughs> so, right. Like, <laughs> we should name this ship Jerry. <laughs> Jerry got rigged. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, at, at some point in the future, maybe not right now, because you're still feeling the military Sahara training and the, the regimented schedule and the adhering to protocols, but maybe some t- someday later you'll just, like, sp- you know, take spray paint and, and cross out DSS-1 and just write Jerry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like a good upgrade. <laughs> so there's guns on the outside of the ship now. Um, the navigational array is currently being repaired by Yuhuan, uh, and uh, Samson was assessing the combat camera and just, like, watching... Uh, as these like rudders bank uh, these these enemy ships, and you're like, if we could just shoot those rudders, we'll definitely take them out of the fight. Um, and so that that has uh, taken roughly like an hour of time. Um, and just as the repairs to the uh, navigational array and the guns are just getting like slotted in, you hear. Uh, just kind of like a low, um, kind of like booming sound. <laughs> you hear a low booming sound um, just in the distance, like every couple of seconds. Um, just kind of like a. Oh, what is uh, that? I don't like that. Can we? Uh... 
All right, I'm going to send a ping out and see if we can get a scan. Do you think, like, the ship should be able to do, like, a, like, I'm thinking, like, a sonar kind of thing where it, like, sends out a pulse? Yeah. To kind of sure. get, like, a, you know, like a reading on a cavern or something like that? Is that is yeah. that possible? Yeah, sure. Um, so you send out this, like, sonar ping, and uh, um, you can, like, sort of map the rough, like, cavern structure of this uh of this asteroid which would be useful for navigating out of it in a later time um but uh it's actually the the secondary pulse that comes with this with this ping um is a like energy sensor and uh you do get some energy readings um coming from outside of the asteroid in the in the sa- the same approximate like duration as these booming vibrations hmm. are they moving can we tell if they're like moving around at all or are they just stack like in one place it's kind of hard to tell with the with the elect or the the energy sensors but these are like i i will say that it has roughly the same energy signature as the weapons that were being fired on you earlier. Got it. Okay, cool. Well, folks, it looks like uh, we're not going to be safe here much longer. Let's go ahead and... Uh, uh, you, Juan, you're, we're still, you're still stuck out there. Why aren't, <laughs> yeah, and why aren't we going to be safe? Just wondering. Uh, okay. Um, all right, you, Juan. Uh, we got to get moving again. Uh, we're, I'm going to move the ship. I need you to hang on okay. tight. All right? Do your best to not die. I'm hanging okay, on. here we go. <laughs> so I am gonna wait. Uh, what's your plan? Try to. Why do I have to hang on? Steer the. Sh- I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be steering the ship up and away from this uh, this chunk that you've deposited on the ship. Uh, just hang on to the array. We'll see if we can get you uh, get you back in the ship here. So we gotta get moving. It looks like they're trying to blow our cover here that we have in this asteroid they found us oh my god um okay yeah let's get on out of here okay so i am gonna can i do i'm gonna use diffuse would that work yeah that's actually what i was looking at okay so it would be uh probably like endurance or quick action plus steel uh yeah yeah All all right that is a nine Okay. Seven and nine, you bought some time, but choose one. The GM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. It's only a temporary reprieve, and the danger will soon return. The danger is still present, but let threatening someone or something else. Uh, let's do the second one. It's only a temporary reprieve, and the danger will soon return. Okay, fair. Uh, so you uh, maneuver the ship up and out of this cavern that you've parked it turning everything back on um so you juan as the ship lights uh flash back on um you are washed with this green glow uh from these mineral crystals just uh just refracting light off of the ship in every conceivable way it's very pretty if also a little bit terrifying because you're currently gripping uh, a moving ship for dear life and you see the chunk 
that was um, blocking the airlock kind of fall away as the space between the ship and the cavern wall widens. Um, However, uh, as you kind of push your way down and out of this cavern spot, um, you, Juan, uh, you lose your grip and, (laughs) and you like tumble back and away, uh, and are caught by the tether. Um, so you're now just loosely hanging, um, from the tether Ah! of a moving ship. Ah! What's going on out there? Uh, just hanging by my tether here. Um, well, is it gonna hold? Grab that tether. Am I Pull yourself s- back in. Oh my god, if I don't snap! Oh, okay. Um, I'm like horribly terrified. I've definitely never just been in space <laughs> hanging by a tether here. Um, okay, I'm gonna try to hoist myself back up. Um, do I have to do a wasteland survivor roll for that? Um, I think this is also gonna be diffuse. Oh, I was gonna say, can we have, like, Rune... Like, I was gonna call for Rune to head down to the airlock to get... To maybe be ready to do, like, an assist roll to defuse. Yeah, because I definitely just rolled a two. Because is he tethered to the airlock? I'm just... You definitely just rolled a two. (laughs) I am. On my way. Rune, I need you to get down there. We need to pull you, Juan, back in now. (laughs) I'm on my way. Yeah, how? Okay, so I'm gonna do... The uh, this is awesome, yeah, because I don't want to die, I don't want to die, Rune. <laughs> don't let me die. That was a seven. Oh, seven. So, uh, if we're gonna take it from they get a hit, you increase your result by one category, six becomes seven and nine. On a seven and nine, they also share in your moves consequences. So, I'm gonna ask. Uh, you now, as you're like, as you're like pulling the tether into, uh, you know, into you to like get, um, you Juan who's dangling and like banging against the cavern walls. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what is the, uh, what's the one that you're choosing here? Um, I'm going to go with the GM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. All right. You Juan, you're... Um, you're like dang, like gripping uh, this like multi-tool device. Um, it's heavy and it's unwieldy. And as you as the ship rounds a corner, it actually gets caught on the cavern wall. No, my multi-tool. Ugh! So I'm just holding on to it while it's stuck in the wall and I have yeah, to. Yeah, it's gonna. You're, you, you feel like you your have arm to will let it rip go. off. No! This is, like, my lifeline. I can't fix anything without this. Like, do you understand that, like, if I lose this, I'm pretty much gonna have to work with makeshift tools? It's the tool or you. You need to to let that go now. That's an order. Let's uh, go. Okay. Okay. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. Ah! Yeah, just as your arm feels like it's gonna peel from its socket, you let go of the, the multi-tool and, uh, you know, kind of surrender to uh, the void. And in just a, a couple more seconds, uh, you feel like the firm, gripping arms of Rune Carlson as she pulls you into the airlock. 
cute. Uh, Rune, did we get them back on? Uh, yeah, they're back. I'm here. I'm alive, y'all. I almost died. Fuck. All right, folks. Uh, I wish I could give you more time to rest, but uh, it's all hands on deck. Are those uh, uh, system weapon systems ready to go, Rune? Yeah, let me come up and show you which button to press. Ooh, I like that button. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> everybody up to the, the cockpit. We need to get moving. Okay. All right. As the ship um, exits the asteroid, it, uh, Rune and Yuhuan enter the cockpit once more. Um, and you see the uh, ship that you had lost before is uh, firing um, a different blast. Uh, it, it these are the, these are these projectiles that are located on its wings, um, and they look like actual like rockets. Um, and so they have been like peppering this asteroid, uh, and and there's like chunks of rock. Uh, and mineral crystals floating around um, in this kind of weird, eerie glow from the star. And uh, it sees, or you, you, you can figure that it's, it's clocked you uh, because it starts to um, approach from just like off the down and to the right uh, and, and aims its guns at you once again. Okay. Well, Rune, what button is it? <laughs> It's right here, and unfortunately, there's about five seconds in between reloads. Okay, well, let's uh, let's give it a shot. I want to press the button. Can I press the button? Can I shoot the gun? I'm going to shoot the gun. (laughs) Oh, okay, because I was going to say that I have a character power that kind of (laughs) helps. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. It says says whenever I unleash power... (laughs) that I get to decide what happens and not the GM, so... Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. that's really good. Well, this is actually a Fiercely Assault. Oh, yeah. it's not an Unleashed Power? Yeah. Oh, never yeah. mind. No, it's a Fiercely Assault, yeah. Oh, okay. I I totally... Oh, that's really good. <laughs> so... Okay, okay, go ahead, Samson. Unleash Power. Okay, we're... Yeah, so, like, Samson, like, smacks your hand away because <laughs> you go to push the button. No touchy. I, I wanted to push the button. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life to push a button. I really well, was waiting to push that I button. I pushed the button and I rolled a two. Lovely. <laughs> um, okay. So, hard move time. Oh man. Um, you guys, you, like, position your ship straight on again on this ship to get the best possible angle on this rudder. And um, you're just, like, ready to go. You hit the button, um, and the the gun, like, takes a second to fire. Like, you're not just, you're not used to this, this wait, this delay. Um, And, and your ship, your shot misses. And now you are face to face with this enemy ship that gets two shots on you. And your, and your vessel will take one damage to the hull. Oh, shit. Uh, so you have minor leaks. Um, this will cause oxi- or loss of oxygen in uh, life support if left untreated. Uh, okay. okay. And like the ship, 
banks are away from you uh, and, and around and behind uh, to come again for a second pass. Okay, I'm going to try to... I'm going to shoot for some evasive maneuvering to see if we can uh, top gun ourselves out of here uh, and back to get another another shot. Um, uh, okay. Should I do... What should we do? Should be forge a path or... I think it's better to just use diffuse. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you choose which one you're going to roll with. So it's another endurance or quick action, I feel like, because we're trying, yeah. we're maneuvering quickly, so. Yeah, you're using your steel to just, like, jerk the, the ship's controls in the way that you need it to. Yes. That one is a seven. Okay. Um, I will, it, you, you can choose one of those options uh i would like to choose the gm will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety yeah there is a uh so this ship is behind you and you see two asteroids um like larger asteroids coming um together just in front of you and you start pushing your ship in the direction of that of those those two asteroids and as you get try to try to close through this gap before it closes um you can feel again the the scraping raking feeling of your ship buzzing through um these two asteroids as they collide uh and our ship narrowly like shoots out the other end just as they crash together and uh, you hear like an explosion behind you as the small craft had entered the chasm with you and did not come out on the other side. You are at damage level two now. Oh, shit. Now sensors are blaring. Depressurization imminent. Depressurization imminent. Okay. Can we hold for a second then and then uh, get, I guess, stop again? You want to stop in an asteroid field? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, let's see if we can quickly maneuver our way through the through the end of this field. Do we see any end in sight, or is there? Yeah, yeah, you're pretty close, actually. Um, uh, you can you can go up, and you will you will uh, exit the asteroid field in just a few bursts. Perfect. Let's go ahead and do that then. Yeah, I will ask for a forge a path for that one. Okay. Because they're the 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 main like the main body of this field has the bigger rocks, the bigger asteroids. So you're kind of like getting to the ones that are more like golf ball sized and oh uh, okay, and, I got and you. The the smaller ones, but they're still enough to like pun- puncture a hole. Okay, uh, uh, that's an eight. An eight. Okay. Um, you pick two. You're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. You can't take gear, other characters with you. Again, not really relevant. Um, or you take a lot longer than you expected. We're going to do the route you took us lost. Because it's an asteroid field. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we're going to say it takes a lot longer than expected. Okay. As the ship, uh, like you, you can feel like the kind of the almost the dust uh, um, asteroid particles just kind of like you know pepper around the ship harmlessly as you emerge um out of the top of this field and 
then you kind of just like kill the engines just you know free float for a second um and the sensors are blaring um as the as the like meeting room cabin is about to depressurize okay um can we are we going to be able to get to where we need to go if the cabin the meeting room is depressurizing like it to uh, fix so you, the issue rune and uh and you juan you haven't had time to change out of your suits so you're still in space suits um samson probably is back down to just like his kind of like underclothes yeah just like a, a very kind of form-fitting tight shirt like a muscle shirt mm-hmm. and you know just kind of like cargo pants but um so yeah you that two of you are still in spacesuits and uh the air is not currently lost from the cabin but it will be in in you know momentarily yeah uh okay i am going to i need you guys to go since you're still in your spacesuits i need you to see if you can fix this issue real quick you can think we can figure that out uh yeah let's yeah let's go ahead and try to figure out this okay. oxygen okay um, While you guys are getting taken care of, I'm going to go ahead and put a suit on just in case. Okay, I take it we need to find there's like probably like a leak somewhere that needs to be patched. Well, when you go into the when you go into the meeting room, um, you can see the the roof. You can see um, like pockets of sucking air. Okay, yeah, looks like I see what we need to do. Um, okay. I'm going to uh, try to fix this. Um, I guess, can I do another... Is this Wasteland Survival, if I'm in my seat? I think for patching the hull, um, I'm going to say this is like a special move uh, that's not listed in the book. Um, we're going to roll plus... We're going to roll plus force, because it's a, it's a physically demanding um, thing. And... Instead of there being like a negative result, um, like a like a, a risk or, you know, uh, something that you'll have to give up, you are essentially just turning your hull um, supplies to uh, a need. Yeah, so just you're just like basically using a resource to fix another problem. Actually, now that I think about it, don't even you don't even need to roll. Um, it's just something that will happen. Because um, you know how to patch the hull, you have the you have the required supplies to do the patchwork. Um, it just takes a little bit of time, and you convert your uh, or you turn add a need um, like hull materials. Yeah, Android has gone down to the cargo hold and is just like bringing up um, the metal scraps, and and Rune, you're kind of just like uh, handing tools up to Yuhuan. Um, who's kind of just, like, hanging by the ceiling um, with, like, a tether and is working on this hull. I feel like uh, I would... So. I feel like Yuan would be traumatized by tethers at this point. But... <laughs> but Yuan is still hanging for this tether for the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. So, would um, it be possible for me to go and join them once my suit is taken care of? Yeah, yeah, you can come in and just kind of like, I, I feel like by the time you get there, most of the work is 
you know, going at like full steam. Yeah. And it's just like, you're just like, oh, there's another hole there. Just kind of supervising. <laughs> Making sure, doing the, the paranoid Samson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you missed the a paranoid spot. Samson. Nope. <laughs> Arms crossed and just like stern look on the face. <laughs> and after about two hours um, and a lot of scrap metal, uh, you have patched the damage. So you can remove the, the damage to your hull and add the need hull supplies. So are we back at um, damage zero or are we like yes. one? Okay, cool. You're back to damage zero. Like it. Yes, try to keep that damage down. Yeah, I, I will say, like, looking at the damage ch- uh, chart, leaks are the only thing that you could, like, convert your hull metals into, um, like, patching. If you get to damage level three, you actually probably have to, like, go somewhere to have the ship repaired. Got it. And it will take time, and it'll have to spend time in, like, a dock or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. If something like that exists in this universe. Right, I was going to say, or we'll just be SOL until our ship blows yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll have to like, you'll have to like land on a, on a planet that you can do the repairs. Right. Um, but anyway, crisis averted. You guys have just like, avo- uh, you know, man- maneuvered your way out of the asteroid field. There's no enemy ships pursuing you. Uh, you fixed your hull damage, and you can kind of just, like, take stock of everything that happened. All right. We did this, y'all. I'm just going to sit and, like, <laughs> take a breather for a second. Turn the adrenaline valve off. Yeah. Guys, we just got attacked by aliens in, like, deep space. We really did, and somehow we managed to pull this off. Man, uh, we, uh, I don't know how many more times we're going to be able to get away like that. Um, we need to, if there's other life in this area, we might need to start familiarizing ourselves with it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I guess, go back to the to the bridge and see if we can't chart a course to a planet maybe see if we can find a, a colony or somewhere we might be able to interact gain some supplies i mean i don't even know how we're gonna buy any of this stuff but i guess we'll just figure out as we go yeah part of our little space odyssey all right so that sounds like an uncover secrets move all right you get to add some things to the map now yeah you have two data left yep just use another one to do that and it's plus it's plus data spent oh plus all right sorry yeah good good to go yeah so it's um basically like on a hit you can ask one of those questions and then um, add an appropriate detail to the map on a 10 plus you can ask a second question or add to the map one of those following things that is a 7 okay so you can ask the following questions how do I get surplus blank how do I remove need blank what's the truth behind blank or how best can we make use of blank 
what is the truth behind other planetary colonies? Is there? A, can we find anything close? Is that a feasible question? Yeah, I think that's fi- I think that's fine. It's an appropriate uh, statement. I would just kind of like maybe narrow, be more vague about it, because um, like planetary colonies, what's like what's that? Do you do you would Samson think that that's something that exists immediately, or um, would you just be like, what's like, out what's there? The tr- yeah, what's the tr- <laughs> or what's the truth behind um, extraterrestrial life or something? kind of more like vague general thing and then we can just like and then you can decide what like what, what is it a, is that we see yeah what where can you go to figure out that information got it yeah let's go let's go with that <laughs> so what yeah what is the truth behind x yeah extraterrestrial life and then maybe do a uh, like a wide like a wide scan to see if we find the answer to that. So do I do I say what we find? Yeah, you have to di- like oh. before we have to dictate okay. you guys have to dictate what it was. Remember when we did the weapons one, you guys said it was a shipwreck. Um, oh, right, right. yeah. So I feel like after all of that, we are going to find not a planet but a floating station, like a way station out in the middle of space for, uh, you know, different, I mean, this won't be knowledge for us, but like for different groups to travel through as like a go between. And I'm going to put it, um, it's kind of orbiting at a safe distance. Of course, the blue dwarf star that is, that was, you know, kind of up and away from the asteroid field. Right. Okay. And that's probably like a four day journey for you. Got it. So you, you kind of put a, a beat out. You're specifically looking for like other energy signals that would like kind of indicate intelligent life. Mm-hmm. And you get a ping. There's like obviously a very big energy source from the star, but there is like a, a weird anomaly of uh, something that's like an intentional engine of some sort um, just just off of that. And that's what your sensors pick up. And Android says, this is interesting. There seems to be something floating out there. If I'm reading the data correctly, it might be some sort of station of some kind. 